What has a 1960s television series got to do with business communication? Well, stick around for the next 10 minutes or so and you'll discover a highly logical way of triggering some much-needed emotion in your audience. It doesn't matter what enterprise you're involved in, this simple approach to persuasion will set you apart from your competitors and attract new people into your universe. Are you ready to engage? Welcome to Leaning Forward. I'm Andrew Thorpe. I certainly wouldn't describe myself as a science fiction geek, but when I was younger, I did have a bit of a thing for Star Trek. And I mean the original series with Shatner and Nimoy um, and all the others. I think above all, I loved the characters and the interplay between them. There was just something um, comforting and familiar about them, um, each having their own catchphrases. Um, so, of course, there was Spock, the, the Vulcan science officer, who seemed to find everything fascinating or occasionally illogical. And then he had McCoy, uh, the ship's surgeon, who would um, cursorily examine someone and then announce, he's dead, Jim. And then Captain Kirk might reply with the bones, pausing for an age on the, the, the B in bones for added effect. And um, Uhura would come out with them, hailing frequencies open. And then, of course, Scotty, the chief engineer, was forever warning Kirk um, that the, the engines can it take much more, Captain. But I want to focus in this episode on that theme of familiarity insofar as it applies to business communication, because it's important when you're pitching um, your proposition that you strike a chord with your audience. They've got to see something they recognise um, in what you're describing, um, maybe a typical problem or challenge that they have in their organisation or their lives. It helps you to get on their wavelength. However, having described something familiar, you've now got to teach your audience something that sounds fresh and, and distinctive and potentially useful. And this is where you depart from the commonplace and you get into the, um, ooh, this sounds interesting zone. And all too often with um, business pitches and messaging, there's nothing much beyond the familiar. So, for example, you might hear cliched uh, phrases like um, we're client focused and we offer personal service or value for money. And this is where the seller is basically judging themselves. They're not much more than um, empty claims. And the audience might well think, well, you would say that about yourself, wouldn't you? And in addition to these um, self-ratings, you might get a lot of factual information, what, what I would call the machinery of the message, um, things like where you're based, what you sell, how many employees you have, um, lists of clients, perhaps something about pricing and, and, and so forth. But it's all a bit dry and unremarkable. It's hardly anything to get the pulse racing. 
So how do you get beyond the familiar? How do you give more than useful information so that your audience gets a sense of who you are? So they begin to learn something about your work that helps them value it more. And so they begin to feel better about what they're hearing. Well, let me introduce you to a simple model. And it's the three INS, that's I-N. And it comprises three distinctive layers or levels to what you're saying, and with each achieving something quite different. The first in is information. So let's suppose it's a statement that you're customer focused. And we know there are problems with that when there's nothing beyond the claim. Uh, we, we might well ask, well, so what? The second in is insight. And this is where you teach us something potentially useful about that opening statement. Um, so maybe you admit that it's a cliche uh, and that lots of companies say they're customer focused. Um, and then you might go on to examine what that term actually means. And maybe now you explain your philosophy around customer led design and how you get close to your users, how you understand their world through things like focus groups or tasting sessions or uh, discussion forums. And the third in is inspiration. And this is where you tell a specific story that provides a powerful illustration of what you're talking about. And if it's a good story and if it's well told, um, it generates an emotional response in your audience. It makes them care more. And there's another episode in Leaning Forward that explains pathos as one of the drivers of persuasive communication. And great stories score high on pathos. So I want to bring everything together finally in one um, example of the three ins. And you'll notice another reference to Star Trek. So let's start with a basic statement um, that you might make. This is the information bit. Uh, maybe something familiar, but not yet fleshed out. Let's suppose that statement is, you like helping people. Now, this may well strike a chord with anyone in the coaching or teaching, uh, mentoring or consulting business, whether that's your core job or, or just something you do in an informal way. Um, but again, you might say, well, so what? So then you bring in the insight. Now, the thing about helping people is that you often never learn the difference that you've made to someone. If you're a consultant, you'll move on to other projects and you might not check in with the original client uh, to discover how things have worked out. If you're a school teacher, your students leave and start their career journey, but you may never hear from them again. But once in a while, someone you helped in the dim and distant past crops up and, and reminds you what a difference uh, you made to them. And doesn't that mean a lot? Doesn't it feel good? If we've played the helper role, um, it might be good to check in with someone from time to time to see how they're getting on. But if we've received some great advice, which has actually helped us on our way, um, then maybe we should let that person know. And then finally, you pull out the big guns and you deliver some inspiration through a story, something that 
and illustrates all of the above. So back to Star Trek. In the original series, Chief Engineer uh, Scott was played by James Doohan. Um, and you might be surprised to learn that he was a Canadian, uh, but he put on a, a pretty convincing Scottish accent, um, uh, unlike mine. And long after the series finished, um, Doohan would recount the story of a young woman who sent him um, an unusual fan letter, a suicide note, in fact. And apparently he, when he read this letter, he called her and persuaded her to meet him at his next um, Star Trek convention in Indianapolis. And of course, the conventions came out of this uh, original, very, very popular series and then became um, big deals in their own right. So they met and she was indeed um, in a, a very dark place. He was actually quite shocked by some of the um, the things that she was coming out with. So he persuaded her to come to the next convention um, and the next to create these sort of continuing commitments on her part. And this eventually became 18 conventions over maybe two or three years. And then nothing. Silence, not a word for eight years. Um, and unfortunately, he'd lost her contact details. And finally, a letter arrived. And it was from her thanking him for what he'd done and saying that she'd just completed her master's degree in electrical engineering. Now, Dewan died in 2005, but in his final years, he would claim that this was probably the thing that he was most proud of amongst his many achievements. And this was a man who'd fought on the Normandy beaches um, on D-Day in World War II. And he no doubt inspired many people to pick engineering as their career of choice. Um, and the likes of NASA knew this as well. They actually worked with him as a recruiting agent. And even Neil Armstrong gave him a mention in one of his many interviews. So there you have it, um, the three ins of communication. So, so don't get stuck in that level one when you're, um, you know, dishing out cliches or generalisms and, and, and dry, abstract information, don't take that to be your final frontier. Think about how you can reframe the familiar so that you're really getting people to lean forward and reevaluate something that they thought they'd uh, perhaps understood before. And remember that third layer the small story. This is the, the element of your message that tends to stick most in people's minds. And if you get good at storytelling, there's every chance that you will move your audience to boldly go where they might not have gone before, and that's to buy from you. So that's all from this episode. I, I hope you'll forgive me for all of the Star Trek references, but I'm sure you'll benefit um, from using this simple model. So thank you very much for listening and until the next time.